fire, I'm excited. So guys, you know what, before we start, let me pray. Father, we ask for you to come. Holy Spirit, we know you're already here. And Jesus, we're already inside of you. Today, do something new. Ah, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. Let the hope of our calling be realized. Let us come into the actualization of the great power that's within us to those who believe. And today we decree we have eyes to see, we have ears to hear, and our hearts are open to receive with understanding what God has to say today. Hallelujah. Thank you for your laugh out loud. Moyo, hallelujah. Go, it looks good. Thank you, Michaela. It looks good. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're enjoying it. We're enjoying the feedback. But um, today is week three. Um, you see, the title says Prepare, Process, Prosper, dot, 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 like a tree. So eventually, I'm going to end up at um, Psalms 1, but I'm going to really just try, as I have been every single week, just to rehash. The essence of what we're talking about when we say planted, you know, and, and like to pull it even into greater context like I did last week about the reality of that God gave this house a word. Um, today's seed is tomorrow's harvest and it wasn't just a word for the year, you know, I'm not really a big fan of the whole word for the year stuff. I, 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 I understand that, but I'm not all crazy about it like that. Uh, I, I'm, and I, I believe he gave us today's seed of tomorrow's harvest uh, for the next decade. You see, in that sentence, God is showing us through even his word in Genesis 8, where as long as the earth remains, Noah, there shall be seed time and harvest. He's, he's, he's teaching us a principle according to the laws of nature that I'm going to do things in seed form that come over the process of time and harvest. Do you see that? Seed form. I'm going to prepare something and then time's going to process it. And then at the appointed time, harvest will come. Remember, when the Bible talks about harvest, it's talking about when a, a, a set time for which that which has been sown has to now reap. It's where we get the understanding of the word due season on in the Greek kairos time. There's two types of time, chronos, chronological order, and then kairos, which, more do, which does with a moment. A, an appointed time where God has set. An, an example is at the fullness of time, Jesus was sent to come and die. There was an appointed time. That means when Jesus was born and when he died was a set time that God said that Jesus will come and he came. And in doing that, um, God is teaching us about our lives, about what we're doing. And, and I, I don't know about you guys, uh, but our name is called A New Thing London. And I believe God planted us in this time for such a time as this. Yeah? I believe it was no coincidence that in the midst of a pandemic, six months going in, that God caused us to come into existence. 
I find it no coincidence that we're now in a mix where church ain't church as normal. We don't know what to do, how to do. There's a bit, we're in something new. And what better time than God to birth a new thing in the midst of new things being done. So I want us to listen to me with open ears and with understanding. I want you to really use your reason, your logic, your sense and to open up your spirit man as well. Look around people. Corona's still here. Hang tight Indian variant. You know, Corona's still here. We ain't back to normal. There is no back to normal. There is a new normal. And you need to understand what it is in this hour that God is calling you to do or to I say be in this new normal. If you're following me, Hashtag following in the comments. Today's seed is tomorrow's harvest. Today's seed, today's thought, today's dream is tomorrow's next big thing. Come on. You know, you, uh, got, you know what? Stay on track. So, God, I'm just excited. I think I can't stand up. There's a bit of vigor in me today, fam. Hallelujah. To wheel it back to next week, I echo something, I echo that you are a seed. If I put it into context now, you are a seed planted in the soil of ANT. Hallelujah. ANT is also a seed hmm. that's been planted in the soil called destiny. What will become of you, what will become of us, will be down to what we believe we actually are. Believe, become, behold. Hallelujah. And I, I want to give language to why I'm still under prepare, process and prosper. Because that those three stages is actually a divine insight or even a divine instruction. It's a word of wisdom as to how we're going to administer what it is that God has given to us in seed form. So what God gives you in seed form could be your gifts and your talents and your abilities. It's going to give language to who you are as a person who is also a seed from God. Hallelujah. And it also gives language to A&T, which is also a seed from God. Hallelujah. We are a church plant. <laughs> and that's what God wants to kind of practicalized to us that yeah I prophesied that was the preparation or that was the word to send you into preparation it's now time for you guys to actualize what has been said decreed dreamt envisioned in your heart and your mind into existence so there's three phases that God's going to take us into as a family as individuals and the first phase to today's seed is tomorrow's harvest is prepare process and prosper the second phase is build house and transform and the third phase is create display and inspire I'm gonna say it again I'm gonna say it again follow me the first phase of today's seed is tomorrow's harvest. You right, sweetheart? You right? Prepare, process, prosper. Build, house, and transform. Create, 
display and inspire. Now, I won't go into this too much right now. Come to midweek session. But if you can see the graduation of the phases. The first one is prepare, process and prosper. This hair looks like what I was speaking about last week. First, plant your seeds. Then, build your house. You see, A&T, we're going to flourish, no doubt. We're going to prosper, baby, no doubt. We're going we're to be and do what God said, no doubt. That's not the concern here. The concern here right now in this present day is what steps do we make today to get to what God has said about our tomorrow? And that step looks like preparation, process and prospering. It looks like Ayo, you have said now become what has been said so that they can see what has been said and they can follow you to what's been said. This prepare, process and prosper is what it looks like to first plant your fields. Because that scripture says that first plant your, your, um, your fields, then build your home. Why? He's saying gather the resources, count the cost, um, 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 make sure you're able to manage that which you have set out to build. Meaning, before we build house transform the nation, I want you to first be prepared process and to prosper. I want you to take stock. I want you to have some level of integrity, incredibility. I want you to become evidence that that which you're about to go and build, because that build a house is actually talking about build in a family. And that scripture in the original context is, is, is addressing the man about before you think about getting married, bruv, go and work. That's what it's saying. Go and read your commentaries on it. All of it has to do with first make sure you're able to manage yourself and somebody else before you talk about building a family. Foundation. 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 And right now, as a family and as individuals, don't care where you're at in your walk, you don't care you've been saved 10 years or five minutes. We're in a new era where God is laying down a new foundation. Life is not how it was pre-2020, this time last year, right? Mm -hmm. It's not. There is a new way of thinking. There is an opportunity for the body of Christ to no longer be outdated but up to date. No, no, no. Ahead of time. Yeah. No, no. It's time for us to now predict and perform and manifest the times. It's time for us as a people who claim to have God living in us, who claim to have the Holy Spirit, who claim to have gifts and power, and that claim to have the one who spoke this world to existence, to come into a prophetic alignment in this hour, to actually say, nah, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to go through the process and I'm going to prosper in it. It's time for us to become evidence. Touch your neighbor and say evidence. I'm, 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 I'm making this key because the first phase is actually what it looks like to believe. The second phase is what it looks like to become. 
and the third face behold but i'll go more into that in a minute i just want to throw it out there so you guys can see that god is speaking uh, um, precisely he's speaking cohesively hi he's speaking for a threat and all of this makes sense with the vision and the mission god wants us to become evidence proof witness that people can see and believe but calm down don't get ahead of yourself so we are first to be processed in order to process others um and we are to count the cost come on say yes yeah and prosper (laughs) and thus becoming an example to follow Come on, come on. We are to build from the fruit of our harvest. Hallelujah. We are to build from the fruit of our sowing. Come on. God wants what we build to be from what we have become. God wants what we build to be from what we have become. God wants what we build. See, this is how you don't become an imposter. This is how you stop being fake. This is how you actually stay authentic. We're not going to preach something we ain't lived. And we're not going to shout about something that we ain't seen. In order to be a witness, you had to have been at the place to now testify about what you saw when it happened. Come on. And we as a people, we as seed, are witnesses of a God who can make all things new. Therefore, God is placing a demand that what I'm saying, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Do you not perceive? He doesn't want what he is doing to be merely speech, to be merely locked in the realm of the prophetic. He wants it to actualize, to manifest. He wants it to become evidence. Hallelujah. So in doing so, we have to go through a process. We have to prepare ourselves. We have to flourish in that which God has said. The Bible said that in Isaiah 55, that not one word that comes out of his mouth, come on, not one word, not one prophecy, not one confession from God, not one testimony from God, not one instruction, not one commandment, not one promise from God, can return to him void. It must accomplish that which it was sent out to do. And there was a ceremony in the heavens right now. Isaiah chapter 6. Angels are asking in the councils of the elders, whom shall we send and who will go for us? If God, if your seed spoken from the mouth of God, if your word has been sent into this time, understand that whom they're talking about, whom they're querying about, is Ayo, is Susan, is Moyo, is Stephanie, is Moffat, is Emmanuel. They're asking, whom shall I send? And whom shall go for us? Recognize, in order to go, and do great things for God, you must first be sent. And recognize that that vision that Isaiah had in chapter 6 was birthed out of a place in where he said, in the year that King Uzziah died, 
my eyes, hallelujah, my goodness. In the year when that thing that was ruling and reigning in my life was brought to death, I was brought into an expression of glory where my eyes saw the Lord and his trove filled the temple. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. My goodness, some things in our lives need to pass. Oh, some old things need to die that we can experience the new. And I want you to embrace death in the process of preparation. Oh, my God. So, let's look at Colossians 2, 6 to 7 again. As therefore... You have received Christ. That's received. So you're now saved. You've received Christ. Hmm. Jesus the Lord. So walk in him. So walk in him. Wait, 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 wait. I've received him. Now walk in him. Two steps. Two steps. Two steps. Two steps, baby. Received, now walk. Received, now I'm going somewhere with this. Verse 7. I want to read the scripture slowly. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounded in thanksgiving. Hello, people, people, people. Rooted, that's the seed being God. You've received Christ. You've been rooted. Now, God doesn't want you to remain as a seed that's been buried or rooted. It wants you to walk, i.e. it wants that seed to build, to grow, to sprout, to flourish. Meaning, we can receive and not walk, because he will not instruct us not to. Meaning, we can be rooted and not be built. He will not have said so. He's giving you insight, knowledge and understanding that hey, hey, hey as you have therefore received Christ so walk in him the Bible says if you have the life of the spirit keep in step with the spirit that's what it says what's he saying you can't just say okay you have the Holy Ghost that's cool now walk with the Holy Ghost yeah, two steps it's possible to receive the grace of God in vain. It's possible to receive Christ and not experience the fullness of it. It's possible to just remain a seed that's buried, that never ever grows. It's possible. It's possible. And here Paul is exhorting you guys, me and you, as you've received him, man. I ain't trying to say you're not saved. You're saved. But I want you to walk in him. Come on. You see, there is an evidence that is available to be witnessed by others from what it is that you claim you have received. The proof of the rooted in is in the building Growing is walking, meaning 
<laughs> Meaning, as you're hearing this word, you better obey it or you will remain where you are today next week. Meaning, I, my babes bought me a plant, a seed. She gave me a pot, some soil. Guess what? It remains a seed if I don't water it. You see, there's something you ought to be doing. Yeah. That's supposed to uh, um, affirm who it is that you are. That brings it, I've got this word in my spirit. I don't know why. Evidence. Oh, I don't know why I'm just going to, uh, Evidence. Evidence. Proof. Wow. God wants this to be the age of the church where we show evidence. Were not the speaking words of faith. Because we by faith understand that God the creator spoke this world into existence. That God said in these last days I speak through my son. There is a message that God has to generational people that will come through the life of Tambo and Susan where you become living epistles no longer written on ink on paper but life expressing spirit beings who manifest God. Evidence. Proof that he is alive and we are his body, his hands and feet. When they see you, they ought to see him. So growing is walking in Christ. I put a little quote here. People identify you by what you do. But you must define yourself by who you are. This is why the rooting is in Christ. This is why you will not know yourself outside of Christ. This is why when Peter recognized Christ, he said, you are the son of the living God. Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal to you, but my father who is in heaven. Therefore, Simon, your name shall be called Peter, Petra, rock. And upon this rock, revelation of Christ, I shall build my church. Meaning, Io, you will never be the authentic Io outside of knowing Christ. Meaning, Emmanuel, you will never be the real Emmanuel outside of knowing Christ. Anything out of him is a phony. Anything out of him is a fake. Anything out of him is an imposter of the potential that we have being rooted in Christ. Come on. Come on. So... If, if, if this is what it is ought to be, yeah. if this is what it ought to be, when Christ says, let your light shine, he's calling you into existence, into evidence. Check it again. Genesis chapter 1, the earth is formless and void and there is thick darkness. And God's response to darkness is light. Mm. Right now in the world is Dark right now. I don't know if you realise. I know some of you are just enjoying life eating outside cold. <laughs> but right now, if you just put on the news, you just go in the, there it is dark. And God's word to darkness is let there be ire. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God's word to darkness is let there be A-N-T. Yeah. God's word to darkness is let there be Michelle. Mm. God's word to darkness, God's response yeah. to this darkness is let there be you. Come on. Let there be light. Yeah. My gosh. Matthew 5, 40 to 60. Let me read it. You are the light of the world. Yeah. A town built on a hill yeah. cannot be hidden. Verse 15. Neither do people light a lamp yeah. and pull it under a bowl. Mm-hmm. Instead, they pull it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, before men, that they may what see your good deeds and glorify your Father in him. You see, God gave the church a mission yeah. when he sent us to preach the gospel of the kingdom. He said to Paul, I am sending you to open their eyes. I I am sending you, A-N-T, I am sending you, Moffat, I am sending you to open their eyes. What are you talking about? They have eyes. Mm, They're in darkness, they need light. And that light that's in you is the light yeah. called the Lord. Wow. Hmm. The Lord is my light. Come yeah. on. <laughs> and my salvation. Whom shall I fear and whom shall I be afraid? Your light yeah. was purposed for men mm-hmm. to see God. Your light that you ought to be shining, not, not hiding, yeah, that you being the light of the world, you being a, a town built on a hill. Can you see this? There ought to be visibility. And Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. Yeah. And according to my Bible, we are also sons of God who have been recreated into the image of Christ. We ought to become visible expressions of who God is. I hope you guys are following me. Prepare, process, prosper. You've got to get rooted, grounded. You've got to get buried. You don't stay buried. You've got to go through process. You've got to grow. Come on. You've got to get practical. You've got to obey God. You've got to learn to have a last of prayer. Yeah. You've got to learn to give. Serve. You've got to learn to seek. Come on. Yeah. You've got to learn to find. You've got to learn to, to go on an adventure. Come on. Yeah. You've got to learn to just heed the prophetic word and yeah. go through the journey of becoming yeah. and prosper. You've got to come into a state of being yeah. where you're continually bearing fruit that also has seed in it. Yeah. Imagine you're a tree yeah. and people can come and Pluck from your branches of fruit and eat. Come on. Yeah, that's good. Your prosperity is not a moment. Yeah. It's a lifetime. It's generations. It's, it's what the world calls generation wealth. 
It's the multiplying power of what I can do now that will speak beyond the years that I live. The Bible says in Genesis 1, 9 to 13, that when Christ was, um, 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 not Christ, when God, sorry, was creating the plants and whatnot, he caused them to be um, 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 seed-bearing plants. Meaning that when they were planted, they bore fruit and that fruit bore seed. Meaning that there was a power of multiplication. From that day until this day right now, that the first planted, sorry, the first plant planted all the way in Genesis 1 are, 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 are going through a cycle. Yeah. Have been going through a continual prosperity. Yeah. It's even what they call posterity now. The inheritance. And it's been reaching over time to now. There's things in you no no you are the thing that can multiply when we look at prepare process and prosper look at preparation being the life of jesus look at process being his ministry being his point of death and resurrection and look at prosperity being you and i there was a death that he bore that yielded fruit out of the death of one man life got brought to many out of the death of you guys, come on, because our planting, and my next point right now, is our discipleship, which consists of denial of self, picking up the cross and following him, consists of the fact that some things need to die in order that we might multiply. You see, accustom to yourself with the word called death. Because in this word called death, is, 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 I, I, know, I know my baby looks at me. <laughs> in the kingdom, death yeah. equals life. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and let the preparing process prosper as some easy one, two, three. We're about to lose some things. Lose some people. Lose, lose, lose. But Bible says he that loses his life for my sake yeah. finds it. Yeah, that's what it says, babe. Loss in the kingdom is actually gain. And in Psalms 1. Yeah? Psalms 1. Let's let's go there. Blessed is the man. There's a screen for it, baby girl. Blessed is the man. That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Check that. Check that. Check it. Psalms 1, verse 1. That looks like preparation to me. Look at verse 2. But his delight is in the Lord the Lord, and in his law doeth he meditate day and night. That looks like process to me still. I don't know about you. I don't know what you think. I don't know that process to me. And verse 3 says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also does not wither. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That looks like prosperity to me. 
Thank you, baby. I like you still. Give me back on the screen now. Verse 1, prepare. Verse 2, process. Verse 3, prosper. Uh, this is where I end. I've screamed, shouted, preached, screeched, all that good stuff. Spoke a good word. Okay, Ayo, what does that look like practically? I'm about to tell you. Okay, Ayo, what's this thing about death? I'm about to show you. You see, when I say death, it does not necessarily mean about, it's not necessarily the physical autonomy of what we call death. Um, meaning that you pass away, God forbid you, well, we're all going to die one day, so that's not really God forbid, but God forbid you die before your time. But um, when I say death, and when you look at this thing, um, when you look at even the nature of planting and seeds and trees, you know, they go through a process and a cycle called death, based, am I correct? Yeah. Mm. Is it decomposition or what was it? I, don't, I, can't, I can't remember the words. But death is a part of the cycle of bearing fruit. Now, what does death look like practically in your life? Does it look like slitting your wrist? Does it look like... No. Death looks like this. Psalms 1. Verse 1. It looks like, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. <laughs> I put down here. Death looks like preparation. Meaning, looks like you walking away from those things that no longer benefit you, i.e. the counsel of the ungodly, the way of sinners, and the seat of mockers. It looks like, death looks like you leaving behind old things that do not accommodate the new thing that God is doing in your life. Death looks like loss. And in John 15, the first part where we see in order to bear fruit, God says, I have to prune you. Yeah. And not pruning is, is I have to cut back. Yeah. That in order for you to bear more fruit, there needs to be a receding, there needs to be a cutting away, there needs to be a removal. What are the things in your life that you know that you need to walk away from? Because death is, is really meaning the end. When you're walking away from something, you're saying that is the end. And the Bible says better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Meaning there are some things, people of God, in our lives that need to end. Man like Craig David got it. I'm walking away from the troubles in my life. Oh, I'm going to find a better way. His name is Jesus. He called it. Let's catch it as well, people of God. What do we need to walk away from? What troubles have we invited into our new? What, 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 what type of mixture are we bringing into this new place? Come on. What, what kind of corruption are we bringing into the work of God into our lives? What kind of mixture are we allowing to dilute what God is doing in our lives? When you fail to walk away from these things and choose not to sit in these things and to, what's the other one? Stand in these things. When you choose not to, when you choose not to, you bring yourself into the baby girl, I need 10 minutes. 
I'll finish at 2 o'clock, I promise you. Just, just free me for that time. It's okay. <laughs> Too much old stuff around you. This is how a man can move in the power of God, yet have secret life sin. How are you? He, he, he's, he, he's, he accommodated the old with the new. He didn't let the new man be fully put on. He accommodated space for old things in his life. Look at it. Walketh in the council, standeth in the way, sitteth in the seat. Look at it. It declined from walking to standing to seating. He was walking, standing, seated. When we refuse to follow the route of preparation, we go into decline. When we refuse to walk in the way of preparation, we go into decline. Going through preparation is actually you ascending. It's, it's the first part of growth. So ask yourself, when you're preparing, preparation isn't, isn't passive, it's very active. There are some things you need to walk away. Hey. There are some things you need to stop standing in. Some places you need to stop sitting in. It's not legalism. It's not I'm better than you. I've got a deposit from God. I've got a calling from God. I am a gift from God and I've been charged by God to guard the deposit. I've been charged by God to be faithful over the few things in my life. I've been charged by God to make sure that I fulfill the mandate in my life. And it comes at a price. Walking away from the counsel of the ungodly. Not standing in the way of sinners. Not sitting in the seat of mockers. I was scornful, sorry. Verse 2. I'm going to try to round up because my baby's going to be looking at me. Verse 2. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doeth he meditate day and night. Check that. To me, that sounds like process. Meditate. Hmm. Abide in me and you guys read John 15, 1 to 16 for your homework, for your assignment today. Read that chapter in light of what I'm saying here. That chapter will give you insight on a deeper level what it means to prepare and to go through process and prosperity. Because this process part is the whole essence of abiding me and I in you. And how do we do that practically? By meditating in the word of God day and night. No, 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 no. Let this word meditate in the Hebrew. And if you didn't know, Hebrew actually have letters that are pictures. So when you read Hebrew, it always gives you imagery to the expression of the word that's being spoken. And this word meditate is likened to a lion growling over its prey. Meaning there is an intense focus, diligence on this one thing. When you meditate, people of God, I want you to get to a place of focus and intentionality. Uh, stop trying to meditate on a chapter. Get a verse. Even more so, get one word from the verse. Chew it. 
When you meditate, God is renewing your mind. Shifting your filter. Thank you. He, he's, 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 he's giving you new lenses because the word is a washing, right? Come on. So it washes away and it renews. Eh? The word is a true sword, right? It cuts away and it prunes. Eh? The word of God is a comfort, right? It, it is able to soothe us. Eh? The word of God is all that we need. But Joshua 1.8 gives us another revelation to meditation. And he says that this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. He's saying that your meditation has to line up with your confession. Come on. In the world, they talk to you about self-talk, babes, no? In the world, they say, change how you talk to yourself. In the world, they talk, you know, the world is just catching the purposes of what God has been saying to us in his word. And God wants your meditation to be cohesive, uh, cohesive sorry, with your confession this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night day and night day and night. this day and night is day and night literally but if we're going to look at it prophetically and symbolically uh, um, allegorically it, it's speaking about in the in, in the times of good and bad day being good bad being night there is still a demand of faithfulness and steadfastness to speak that which you're meditating upon because that's what builds the patient endurance that we have to go through in the process James 1 2 says count it all joy when your faith comes under trial for through the testing of your faith God is producing patience and patience endurance has its full work in you that you may be perfect lacking nothing the process is the perfecting the process is the maturing the process is the becoming it is the prize of what it is that god is doing because what you become becomes the the the, the, the root of the prosperity and it says here that if you obey to do according to all that is written therein, for then there shall make thy way prosperous, and thou shall have success. Can you see the process here? Prepare, process, prosper. In this one verse, how do you prepare? Position yourself to meditate. How do you process? Make sure that you're meditating this day and night and you're observing to do what you have meditated upon and when you do that you shall walk the way of prosperity you shall have good success beloved how you talk affects how you walk to stay on the path you need to follow the path the path is his word last but not least and read James 1, 25. It talks about not just being heralds, but doers of the word. And it says that the doer of the word is blessed in all that he does. The blessing, blessing is the man. <laughs> that blessing is reserved for the doers of the word. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 3, and I'll round up because time is fast spent. Verse 3, prosper. He shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he do doeth, sorry, shall prosper. Uh, the state of prosperity, the, the state of being 
prospered has and is the result of preparation and process. And the goal of God is that you will be like a tree. The goal of God is that many shall come and eat of your fruit. The goal of God is that whatever you do will prosper. The goal of God is that, guess what? It says here, if you go down into the deeper meaning of the text, where it says that you shall bear your fruit in its season, it should really be that you will bear fruit in every season. Now, that's an oxymoron because trees go through spring, summer, winter and autumn. Autumn and winter, right? So there's a time where they're flourishing and they become barren. God says, in me, beloved, there's continual growth. In me, beloved, there is continual prosperity. In me, beloved, my way, there are no seasons of you getting lucky. No, 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 no. You are continually prospering. Whatever you do will prosper. Your leaf will never wither. God has taken the nature of a tree, according to our understanding, that must go from green to brown and says, that's not your portion. He said that you have bare fruit in every season where we understand that in the spring, it's time of harvest and summer, we get to pluck. But he says, that's not where your portion. You're going to become the, 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 the generator, the inheritance, the feeder, the, the blesser, the one that's able to do all things according to all that I have fashioned and command you to do with ease, with flow, because you have gone through preparation you have gone through process you're now a tree planted by living waters you are rooted in the source and in the source there is no lack in the kingdom there is no lack in the kingdom of god we have all that we need you're now skilled you're now a maestro you're now in a place of rank in your calling where you're now a father. Now I want you to bear sons. I want you to prosper. I want you to bear fruit in every season. Come on. Come on. Prepare, process, prosper. Guys, this spiritual word, this prophetic word, is practical. It's real. And I need to announce to everybody today, failure is not your portion. But hear what? And had a bit of wisdom as I close today. If you fail to prepare, you are actually preparing to fail. Now, you can't fail in Christ. Remember, you are a seed that's been rooted in him. His word can't return void. I just told you, whatever you do will prosper. So... Your obedience to God is win-win. Tell that fear, tell that timidity, tell that lie of the evil one that wants to come and be like, mm, you can't. Tell him, listen, with God, all things are possible. Tell him, with God, my end is secure. Tell him, with God, there is no failure. So I want to bind the fear of failure that wants to stop you from planting some seeds. Come on. That wants to stop you from going through the process of being buried. That wants you to accommodate things in your life that you ought to kill. It wants to tell you to not walk away from things you need to walk away from. To stop you from actualizing in your full potential who you are. I want that light in you to shine bright and bright onto the noonday. 
I want that seed in your hand to become the source that will feed many nations. I want that voice in your mouth. I want that, 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 I want that idea in your mind. I want you to see the potential of it. Not just in dreams and visions, but in actuality and in life. Now is the time for evidence. Now is the time to show our witness. Now is the time to demonstrate the power. Now is the time to shine. Sea time and harvest. There is an appointed time for you, Tambo. There's an appointed time for you, Stephanie. There's an appointed time for you, Toyo. There's an appointed time for you, Aisha. And that appointed time must be preceded with preparation and process in Jesus' name. So I just declare over you right now, that we are a people who prepare ourselves. We are a people who will endure the process. And we are a people that prosper in everything we've been sent to do. I release the sendings of God over your life in this hour. I release the apostolic grace upon this house in this hour. The sent ones who will go and prosper in the name of Jesus. Go therefore into all the world, teaching nations to observe my law baptizing them in the Holy Ghost. Come on. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we honor you for this word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you were in